This podcast contains mature content and is not suitable for all audiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sex! Sex. Welcome to the Sex Pod. My name is Cece and I use they, them pronouns. And my name is Nina and my pronouns are she, her. How you Hi. doing today, Nina? <laughs> I'm good. Welcome. Oh, no, not welcome to 2023. Y'all have already been with us for a week in 2023, right? But still, welcome back. But welcome, welcome back, back to here. 2023. We're still here. <laughs> we're queer. We're ready to podcast. That's right. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Wow. We're coming out of the end of a year. Holidays holidays like we're feeling that i'm still cold. probably feeling it from our last episode that we just posted yeah um get cold yeah just cold <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so in our efforts to kind of explore what we're going to do for today's quickie we decided that we should share a little bit of something that nina and i found happening for the both of us individually that was really interesting um and maybe we can kind of I don't know what, not decompress. Digest, download. Oh, you know, it's all about the D. Debrief. It's all about the D. <laughs> I like my favorite thing is when I brought up digesting to CC about this quickie. They said, excuse me, what? Like ASMR eating on the podcast? <laughs> and I was like, we could do that. I mean, yeah. No, oh we're God. not going to do that. Don't worry. We could do, hey, though. We could do sex toy ASMR where you have different vibrator sounds. Cue vibrator. Right there. Yep. <laughs> Whoa, watch out, world. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was an adventure. <laughs> it's an adventure to use. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we could do ASMR with a vibrator. If yeah. You um, oh my God. That's amazing. So Nina, you're a good storyteller. Um, I feel like I miss really important things. What? Do you want to tell them what we discovered? I don't want to speak for the both of us, but I will kind of let we can just kind of kick it off and please interrupt me at any time. So I noticed, so we started, so the, our first episode of this podcast came out in September, but we started talking about this in March. Like when we met okay. for the first time in person, we started talking about it. We didn't really get down to business till I think like July or August. Let's get down. To <laughs> yes, I know I yes. saw your head moving. I saw you singing <laughs> in your head. Um, Love it. And so like July or August, we really started where we, we got all our plans together. We got all our equipment. We got all our topics that we were like really excited about. And then we just kind of started talking about sex and our sex lives and our histories and our queerness and our exes and our friends that we grew up with. And I brought up a lot of things. And then the podcast came out and we started telling people to listen and people started listening and we got feedback and People came out of the woodwork. Is that the saying? And mm -hmm. the woods, whatever it they is. Came, they came out they, of they something. Came, they came out of something. <laughs> Could have been a closet. Who knows? And they were like, hey, reaching out again. Haven't talked to you in 20 years. Love your podcast. Or, you know, oh my gosh, you told us something that I remember being a part of. And it started to seep in to my dreams. Mm -hmm. And I was having these really and I still am because we're still doing this every week. I'm having these very vivid dreams. Some of them are just me remembering and reliving 
terrible or wonderful or crazy or weird times of growing up. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, this is a scenario that really happened, but in my dream, I've changed it because I said what I needed to say, or I stood up for myself, or I kissed the girl. Like, you know, things that, you know, that, that I... <laughs> as soon as I said it, but it's true. It was like, you know, because that's, you know, the young age of watching Disney movies and dreaming about your first kiss. Um, and it would, it wasn't just like, Oh, I wake up in the morning and I had a dream about it. That's interesting. It was like, it's, it's been carried with me throughout the day, throughout Mm -hmm. the days. And sometimes I'm sharing it with Kyle and I'm like, I had this crazy dream. And sometimes I'm like, I can't share that. I can't share that. I, I need to digest what I dreamt. (laughs) I need to Mm -hmm. dissect a little bit. Like, is this something that is just coming out of the corners of my mind because I haven't thought about it? Or is it something that I need to resolve within myself because maybe I'm holding some feelings positive or negative about maybe this person, Mm -hmm. um, or about myself in the situation that I was in? Is it time to forgive myself for things that I'm embarrassed about that I don't need to be anymore? You know, it's a lot of shit's just coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I am having very similar experiences. Like Nina and I just discovered this, that we were having the same experiences at the same time. I think it got brought up somehow. Oh, I think I was, I had a dream that was just like very heavy for me and I was just processing it. I'm like, what the heck? And I just happened to tell Nina and Nina's like, oh my God, I've been having these dreams too. Like, and I think it has a lot to do. Like we've talked a lot about the spectrum of things. Right. And I think naturally what happens when we do that is like, we start to process our own experiences as we're going through it. You know, like the dreams for me that have come up are like, it's so interesting. They're focused around like grieving the experiences I missed because Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to come out at a younger age. Mm -hmm. And I think even if I was like, I don't know at the time and maybe I'm wrong, but at the time what it felt like to me was like, if I did come out, I still wouldn't have that typical experience that people have. Right. Where like you get to have a crush on somebody and it's not like, put in a category of like inappropriate or gross or whatever. like you just get to crush on somebody and you get to explore that and share that hopefully. And I just, there are opportunities of growing up that I'm realizing as I'm dreaming that I'm like, I really desired that type of experience with somebody. And I just always felt so far away from it. And it's grief now. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling of grief. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of those experiences of like that grief of, you know, man, like that didn't go the way that I thought it would go. Or, you know, that went a certain way for maybe my heterosexual siblings and it didn't go the same way for me. Like those moments are really heavy. And so dreaming about them, I'm taking that energy when I wake up into the rest of my day and I'm just feeling like I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. Just feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. But that crushes thing is so weird. Yeah. And it's like the, it's, it's like the 
you didn't get to play out the in the regular the, the typical innocence of a childhood crush. Yeah. And it's like I think you and I are we have a lot in common and I think there's also similarities here because I also had crushes on boys the same as mm-hmm. I had crushes on girls. So I just kind of stuck to that. Mm-hmm. And so I had that in a part of my life. Um, it just wasn't the whole part of my life. And I'm feeling it for the part of me that didn't get to experience that. And so I can only imagine that feeling that you're kind of going through of like, I missed out on that. And that makes, makes you feel not, not so good. No, because I think what we, what I try to embody, I think both you and I do, but like we try to embody this idea of authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am authentic with myself and I'm sharing that with others. And that's a challenge in certain spaces, certain people, certain whatever. But like I think really grieving the ability to be an authentic person from the beginning. So much of society shapes and molds who we are. And part of like, I guess for me growing up is trying to figure out like, okay, I know the molds. Do I still want to fit within them? Mm -hmm. How can I shape myself as I move through this world? But that doesn't change the fact that earlier experiences, like I totally missed out on. I, I was telling Nina one of my, I didn't realize this was a crush at the time, but now when I look back at it, I'm like, dear God, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. coming on strong. Mm-hmm. This new person, this new girl moved to town and this was like late elementary school. And I was just like, I thought she was so pretty. And I would bring her little gifts and I would make her like little shelves out of wood. Cause my, my uh, grandpa did like woodworking, but they were all like lopsided and just like, just thrown together. But yeah. I cared so much about this person and I would keep giving gifts. And then all of a sudden I think her parents figured it out Mm. and we weren't like friends anymore. Like things were returned, which was like heartbreaking. That was hard to understand as a kid. Cause like, how old were you? What are you when you're in uh, probably fourth or fifth grade? 10, 11. Yeah. Like young. Try, yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out like, what does that mean? That like, I feel, you know, now that I would know that like rejected or, you know, like that it wasn't reciprocated when you don't understand that experience. It's so lonely to go through that. And it's mm-hmm. hard to go through in general for anybody. Those are like really tough right. emotions. Right. Like being a, being a kid growing up, figuring out your emotions, having feelings, whether they are heteronormative or not. It's yeah. hard. It's yes. hard to, to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that seems to haunt my dreams or like yes. relationships that had to be a certain way because to explore them any other way was not accessible. Yeah. And try to figure that out. When you, it, you reminded me when you were talking about like fitting a mold, I had a friend in middle school and high school and he I I liked him. I did like him and he liked me too, but we were always just friends. Like it was never like, we never did anything, but he also must have known something. I didn't know his nickname for me was Lesbo. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not gay. And he was like, okay, you kiss more girls than anybody that I know. So like, (laughs) I don't think you're not gay and I'm going to call you Lesbo. And it was a term of endearment. It was not like a bullying. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a lot of dreams about like me being like, you're right. 
Mm. Like Mm -hmm. I do kiss girls. I like, you know, like, like kind Mm -hmm. of just being okay with it and, and not having to fit that mold anymore of like, no, I'm not, you know? And, and, and I remember one time it was like in 10th grade, we, we were in a gym class together and he was like, Hey, Lesbo, the machine's open. I don't, it was a weightlifting class. I took a weightlifting (laughs) class in high school guys. Um, (laughs) And right after softball. Uh And, um, I remember, so he said, Hey, last of the machines open. And, and the teacher came up to me, the gym teacher and was like, is he bullying you? Oh. And I was like, no, like, <laughs> no. 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 And she was like, I heard what he called you. And, and, you know, I mean, having dreams about that too, and how I would have responded to the gym teacher, mm. like li- all of these things are just like, I have forgotten these Mm -hmm. memories and they're being resurfaced because I'm trying to be my authentic self. I'm also trying to, you know, remember certain feelings so we can speak on things and also like, you know, preparing to work with clients and working with clients, like things come up when you hear other stories from other people Mm -hmm. and then it Mm -hmm. triggers your memory. And man, it's been a lot of that. Yeah, it is. I mean, and I think like for me, I can't, you know, we can't go back. I think part Why? of it is like, no. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to go back. Like, here's the thing. If I could go back, which I wouldn't, there's no fucking way because my God, that's tough. Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, but if I did, I think it sounds so magical to go to prom wearing something that feels congruent with my body Oh, CC. and my sense of self. Right. Because like a lot of times when I would do things like go to prom or more formal events, I constantly felt like I was wearing a costume. Mm. It just was like so opposite of who I am and how I see myself and how I want to move through the world. And so that you just feel uncomfortable the whole time. So I would, you know, wear something I want to wear and I would ask the girl that I want to go with. Like there's so Mm -hmm. many missed opportunities, but I think for me, that really informs who I want to be right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure there's going to be things in the future that my 50 year old self is going to be like, Oh, you should have done that differently in your thirties. Cool. I'll handle it yeah. then. Right. But like now what I'm really trying to do is like, do the thing that's authentic now. Like, what does it mean for me to move through the world in that way mm-hmm. now? And hopefully over time, like that can be a healing process for like, I'm going to grieve that. It's always Mm going to be a thing. And also I didn't perpetuate that for myself. I love that. So that's been, that's a interesting. I love that. It's been a, it's been a weird road the last few months and these dreams be, be intense. Yeah. And it's like, I wouldn't take it back. I love that we're doing this podcast. I love that I have you to kind of bounce these feelings off of and chat through it. And I know it's just going to continue because we're going to continue to get listener stories and we're continue to have these conversations about tough things and fun things and things are just going to continue to come up for us and how we decide to act on what we're remembering and what we're feeling is really important. And it's also just kind of a good reminder like you just said like in the moment now like how are we living now that we're not going to want in 20 years to say like mm-hmm. oh i should have done you know like why'd you do that yeah. why didn't you do that or yeah also it's okay though to be human and make mistakes and then think about you know what you did or what you didn't do 
yeah, it's the process of learning, right? I mean, exploring and learning. And as much as I'm bummed, I didn't have those experiences when I was younger. Like I'm really proud of myself for getting in my twenties and choosing to listen and choosing for myself to what felt like take the fall from this cliff, not knowing where there, if there's a bottom or if I would fly, but like choosing myself in my honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is the healing part of the story, right? It's like, yeah. for me, um, that's how I could live a more authentic self and mm-hmm. more authentic life. I think another thing that I've kind of been struggling with and maybe is a reason why I don't, I have, I feel like I can't share a lot of what I'm feeling or the dreams that I wake up with, with Kyle is that I don't, I I wouldn't wish for anything to be different in my life right now because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm literally with the most special, wonderful person. I love him so much. I would mm-hmm. never want any of my decisions, if I were to change them in the past, to change where I am with him. And a part of me feels guilty of being mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I'd done this or said that or changed this because I don't actually want to change where I am right now in this moment. And I know for some people that's it's a different scenario. Totally. So you can definitely feel... Yeah. And so it's kind of like, do Mm -hmm. I bring up, you know, the specific X, Y, Z dream that I had with him that would have changed the trajectory of my life potentially. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I really didn't want to change the trajectory because I found him. Yeah. You know, so there's a little bit of guilt with that too. No, I know that feeling because sometimes I'm like, do I talk to Sarah about this? Which is like, oh my God, so weird. Because it involves early childhood crushes, crushes I had in middle school and high school. And it involves exes. And that feels like college age, like old adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and meaningfully, Mm -hmm. like meaningful relationships that were very pivotal and it does, Mm -hmm. it feels like, Oh, do we talk about that? But one of the things I tell Sarah is like, I'm like, I'm feeling it today. Mm -hmm. This dream, like it's really got, like it shook me. Mm -hmm. And I just try to like put that out there. Like I am really, really happy that I am where I am. And Mm -hmm. also that doesn't change the fact that like, I'm also grieving things from the past. And I Mm -hmm. think all of those things can coexist. Yeah. They need to coexist. That's the reality of where we're standing. Right. But I get that feeling for sure. Sarah yeah. gets a lot of dreams where I'm an asshole. Where you I'm told cheating me that on her. I'm like, why? <laughs> like what? She's like, you were such an asshole in my dream last night. And I could tell, I can tell when she has these dreams because she wakes up a little bit different than mm-hmm, she usually mm-hmm. does. And I'm like, I wish my dream self would just get their shit together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have dreams where or either I cheat or Kyle cheats. Oh my God. It's such a miserable, it's feeling. terrible. Oh. But then I also have dreams where like, he's not in my world yet because I'm not, you know, we're just not oh. in each other's worlds yet. And you know, then you have sex dreams with other people and you wake up and you're like, that's <laughs> so, great. That was really good. And also you were there. I can't talk to you about that because you don't know who I texted last night. <laughs> oh my God. Our brains are so interesting. It's really so interesting. interesting. Yeah. I'm Oh, go ahead. You you I was just, I was I don't know if I'm pivoting to something no, completely different. Away. But I just remembered that I had my I remember like 
think I was in like third grade when I had, is it a wet dream for a girl too? What do you call them for people without mm, penises and you're not ejaculating question. at night? I'm just going to say it's a wet dream. Okay. I remember I had my first wet dream when I was like in third grade and I, it wasn't sexual at all. It was just like a pleasurable dream. Yeah. Um, And then my first sex dream was in fifth grade and I just remember it Whoa. so vividly. What? In mm-hmm. fifth grade? Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, baby. And I don't even like oh him now, so I don't God. know why I Go dreamt you, about him. Though. I mean, you like, know. wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like Ashton Kutcher, y'all. I just want you to know. No. no. <laughs> Fifth grade Nina mm-hmm. had issues. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you could still remember it. Yeah, because it was the first time. I it, I call it a sex dream. It, we, it, was not, it was not a sex dream. It was, <laughs> I was making out with Ashton Kutcher. But I had I an orgasm. Sex dream. It wasn't a sex dream. But I had an orgasm. And so for a fifth grader, oh, it was yeah. like, it, it was a sex dream, you know? Wow. hmm hmm Is that when you kept losing your virginity? No. Quote, unquote. <laughs> my sexual debut was not making out with Ashton Kutcher in the middle of the night in my dream. It was a few years later. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't remember stuff like that. So I love that you have this, like, I have too many memories. I remember too much. It's a little, it, it can be Less embarrassing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Hey, listeners, if you find yourselves as you're listening to these podcasts, thinking about things from your past or noticing that you're like dreaming certain things, or if it's bringing up anything for you, we would genuinely really love to hear from you. You can join yes. our club. We would really, really like that. So please feel free to submit that either through our Instagram, which is at the sex pod. The um, underscore sex pod. The under, yeah, that one. Uh, or at tsp.podcast at protonmail.com. Oh, Jesus Christ, that never gets easier. Um, <laughs> we, we would love to hear from you. So please let us know if these things are seeping into your dreams. And also if you feel comfortable, I'd love to know your first experience was like Nina's Ashton Kutcher. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting choice. It wasn't a choice. I mean, it, I don't think it was a choice. On some level, you know, it might have been a little bit. <laughs> and I, you know what? I really should actually look up what year it was in fifth grade. So what did he look like in the year 2000, 2001? Because that's obviously who I was dreaming about. I mean, that's if like showed, the 70s show. Type, yeah. Right? It was probably that 70s show. Okay. Yeah. But like, I don't have any feelings like that toward him now at all. No, like not no. even a little bit. I do towards Mila Kunis though. So, I mean, <laughs> so, if we're going to have to pick one, Mila, yeah. what's up? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So this is our official call for listener stories <laughs> or yeah. questions or share your dreams. Or if, Just say if, hi. if you've come up with a really great word for another word for wet dreams that doesn't include um, ejaculation. Let us know. Yeah. We need another word. Maybe we come up with just like a completely neutral word for wet dreams. Or maybe okay. wet dreams is the neutral word. Maybe I'm oh. thinking too much into it. I don't know. Let's hear back from the listeners. Okay. Okay. Sounds hey, good. we are just getting our start to 2023. We're a couple of weeks in. We have 50 some ish to go, 40 some, wherever we're at. Have a great week and we'll see you later. Love you, bye. Love you. We would love to hear your stories, thoughts, feedback, and questions. Please submit them to tsp.podcast at protonmail.com. 
All submissions are anonymous and identifying characteristics will be altered to protect confidentiality. Today's episode has been produced and mixed by Nina and Cece, the music created by Kile, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the underscore sex pod. Share, like, and follow. Sex. <laughs>